Welcome to the Chris Hanna Show. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Chris Hanna Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about meetings. Now, they are probably one of the most annoying things that happen in any business, in my opinion. They are a huge waste of time, and they are something that unfortunately feels like a necessary evil. Because people need to connect, they need to talk, sometimes you need to talk through decisions and what they ultimately need to do, but they drain everybody of energy and of productivity. And so today's episode, I'm going to share some of my opinions on meetings, in addition to sharing some different tips that I think are going to lead to better meetings as you move forward. You see, throughout my career, I have been in countless meetings. I don't even know how many meetings they've been, but it's a ridiculous amount. Countless thousands of hours of meetings where sometimes they are short, sometimes they go long, but I would guarantee you this, that 80% of them probably could have been handled through another medium. About 80% of them probably had no value, no decision that came from them. It was talk for the sake of talk. It was a waste of time, a waste of energy, a waste of ultimate productivity and time that could have been spent elsewhere doing something that was more valuable, that actually made a difference. For whatever reason, people love to just have meetings. The higher up that I moved throughout my career, the more I felt that meetings happened, the more that I felt that people didn't respect the time of other people. And it was frustrating, and it was annoying, and it just sucked away my energy so much. So one tip that I think that's important to talk about is that you have to be selective with who you invite to a meeting. Because you're going to pull people together. It can be, honestly, quite expensive. It's expensive to pull in people at various different levels based on not only the cost that they have, but also the opportunity that they've lost by being stuck now in a meeting, whether it's virtual or in person. There was a point in my career where I was involved in a meeting and the list of people who attended started to balloon. And by balloon, I meant by the time it was all said and done. This is no joke. This is no exaggeration. It was a issue that was important and probably should have been only five or six people there. We had 54 people in the meeting, people on the phone, dialing in virtually, but also over 35 people alone just sitting around the room. The room couldn't even accommodate everybody in terms of the space. It was absolutely insane how much it actually cost. The thing that was even crazier about it is that I would say maybe, maybe five people probably talked the entire time during the meeting. There were people there taking notes. There were people there listening, thinking that they needed to be involved, but they weren't. So you have to be selective with invites. Decide who actually needs to be there. Who's a decision maker? Who needs to be involved? Who needs to contribute in some way? If you've got multiple people, and this is where I think it kind of ballooned, especially from my side, I had brought a lot of people from my team, in error, of course, where I thought, well, this person can contribute here, and this person would be good for them to know and attend. But they all had the same skill set, or they represented the same function. So there's no point in bringing everybody together when you can have just one person that can go and represent everything. That's more critical and that's more important. So be selective with your invites. 
Now, the next tip that I'll give you to have a better meeting or a great meeting is you got to prepare an agenda and send that out to people. I've gotten to the point at this level where I ask if I see an invite come through that doesn't have an agenda of like, what are we actually talking about? Do I need to be there or not? As CEO, I'm not saying my time's worth more than other people, but in some ways it is because I need to focus on the right things, the vision, the strategy, the overall direction. I can't be pulled into useless meetings that don't provide value. So I want to see an agenda. I want to know what's going to be talked about. Determine one, do I need to be there? Two, should the meeting be as long as is being proposed? Because probably not. There's probably a good chance where it's like, I don't actually need to attend such a meeting if I can see the agenda. So an agenda always should be prepared. It's just a common way of showing, honestly, respect to those who you might invite to determine whether they need to go themselves or need to send somebody as a delegate or they even need representation at all. So again, not everybody needs to go to a meeting. But also, if you have an agenda, that's going to help filter out who actually should be there or not. The third thing that I think leads to great meetings, and this is probably going to come across, let's be honest, selfish. Make sure that you allocate the appropriate time for a meeting. Not too long, not too short. You don't want to sit there and have a meeting that's short and then ultimately need to book a follow-up meeting. Because that is obviously a super annoying thing that happens. But also when it comes to time, make sure it's scheduled at the right time. There is nothing worse than having a meeting uh, 4 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Or having something first thing in the morning before people can even get themselves settled and ready to go. Sometimes people roll in late, they're dropping off their kids, uh, they're, they're coming into a meeting virtually or in person. You know, at times that are just not optimal or don't make sense or... I see meetings throughout my career where people book them at lunchtime thinking, well, that's when everyone looks like they're available. Well, people also need a break. So therefore, if you book something at, say, 12 o'clock, you're going to get people who show up begrudgingly, who might be frustrated, who might not be all focused. Some people come in, they bring in food, and then they're ultimately also distracted. So the meeting becomes less effective too. But ultimately, make sure you've got the right time for your meetings if you are going to have them. I know for myself, and I've talked about this before in other episodes, that I have this energy cycle where I know when I'm most productive and when I'm not. The hardest part with meetings is when my energy cycle does not align with somebody else's. When they are maybe displaced by time zones. And so we have to obviously flex, but then you get a less better version, I'll say, for myself and of others. So it's trying to figure out where are the ideal times that we need to have meetings. When I have one-on-ones, I try to have a consistent time and day for meetings with the staff that I'll have one-on-ones with. If I have to have important meetings, I know not to have them later in the day after lunch and people might be a bit foggy as well. Nobody wants to, to have them. So I try and avoid having meetings as much as possible in the afternoon so that people you know hear what they need to hear in the morning and then get to work throughout the rest of the day. Leads me to the last point, which I think is so critical and so important when it talks about having great meetings, is avoid them if possible. You don't have to have a meeting about everything. Sometimes people have meetings about meetings. To make a decision, they meet about it, but then they don't actually make a decision. They don't actually take any notes. They don't come to a resolution of some sort. So the meetings are useless. 
how many people listening to this have come across a meeting where they've said to themselves, well, that could have been an email, or what was the point of meeting? Why did we even do it? You see, it happens way too often, and it's so frustrating. It's something that actually causes a ton of disengagement for folks, but it just, again, robs us of productivity and time where we can actually spend doing things that actually matter. So I always advocate that if we're going to have meetings, they have to be short meetings, short, effective, quick meetings. I just came from a meeting where I just met with my entire staff, the entire company, come together. 15-minute huddle. We did it in 10 minutes, though. Again, we used to have meetings where they were scheduled for an hour, and they would go the full time. Whatever time that you allow for a meeting to take place, that's how long it's going to usually fill. So I've been trying to strive for shorter, quicker, more effective meetings. Get to the point. No extra nonsense that we need to kind of hear about or talk about. Just get to the point. That's what's going to make the world a difference. But if it can be done through an email, great. There are times where I've had to share updates with the business that I that I lead, whether it's this one or other businesses that, I, that I've been part of. And it's it's amazing where I'm like, I could pull a meeting together and I could talk to everybody. Or why don't I just shoot a video? I've been doing a lot more just video updates, pre-recorded videos where I can share new updates on niche initiatives, or I can do updates on things that are happening in the business, or give some shout outs to different people. By pre-recording a lot of these and releasing them, it gives people the ability to watch it when it makes sense for them. So I'll record the video, I'll put it up on YouTube as a private video, share it with those who need to hear it. And kind of go from there. And then if people want to discuss it, they can book time, have a one-on-one, come together. But most times, the videos themselves are succinct enough and detailed enough to give people what they need to know and what they need to hear. So, find ways to avoid having meetings. And you'll be happier as a result. You'll be more productive as a result. If you follow the advice that's shared through this short episode in this, of this podcast, I think you're going to have better meetings. I think you're going to gain time back. And once you gain time back, that one currency that we can never get back, you're ultimately going to become more fulfilled and more effective and achieve more. Again, achieve more by doing less. All right, that's it for me for this week for the Chris Hanna Show. I hope you got some value from it. If you've got any comments, love to hear them. You can always reach me on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and actually now on TikTok as well. So, Until next time, keep working hard, but work smarter. Achieve more by doing less. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Chris Hanna Show. As always, the latest episodes are available to listen and subscribe to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow The Chris Hanna Show on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. For more resources and solutions, including blog posts, toolkits, ebooks, speaking sessions, and more, visit chrishanna.ca today. We look forward to connecting again with you soon for another episode of The Chris Hanna Show.